The Stolen Stars of Matariki Behind dusty orange hills, where the sky stretches down to the sea, there's a magical, wild, windy place called Timata Hapuku. Some people call it Birdling's Flat. Terehua and Sam often stay at Timata Hapuku with their grandmother Empoa. Timata Hapuku Beach isn't sandy or shelly. Timata Hapuku Beach is stony. It's made of trillions upon trillions of grey stones. There are as many stones on Timata Hapuku Beach as there are stars in the sky. Terehua and Sam love to search there for special stones called agate. They're tricky to find, but worth it. Unlike grey stones, agate gleams bright white. If you hold it up to the light, it's as if you can see right through it. At night, the two children dress warmly and go eeling with Grandma and Poa. Poa uses his torch and gaff to catch eels. Grandma lies on the stones with Sam and Terehua. They look up at the sky, bursting with stars. As Poa's gaff slashes into the water and the wind wisps around their cheeks, Grandma tells the children stories. One night, as they watched the moon slip behind wispy night clouds, something caught Grandma's eye. By Kerry, she exclaimed. What's happened to Matariki? There are normally nine stars, but tonight I only see seven. What's happened to Pahutakawa and Hiwa Itirangi? Sam and Terehua scanned the night sky. Grandma was right. There were two stars missing from the Matariki cluster. Oh dear, I know what's happened, said Grandma. What? What? Terehua asked breathlessly. It's those blimmin' patupaiarehe that live up in the hills. They've been stealing the stars again. Oh. Stealing the stars? Sam looked doubtful. Grandma pulled the children in close. You know how you go searching for agate. Well, they're special because they're tiny pieces of star. The patupaiarehe steal the stars and hide them among the grey stones of Timata Hapuku. That's why they're so hard to find. Just then they heard giggling and laughing. Without making a sound, Grandma and the children picked their way up the stony bank. Peering over the top, they couldn't believe their eyes. Down at the water's edge was a group of patupaiarehe that were dancing about. Oh, how they danced! and inside their ropo net lay two glowing rocks. Oe, they've captured Puhutakawa and Hiwa Etirangi, whispered Grandma. Without those two stars, it'll be hard to know when it's time to stop healing and rest for the winter. Sam and Terehua looked at her with alarm. What shall we do, Grandma? Well, Patupaiarehe don't like sunlight. It burns their delicate white skin, Grandma began. Terehua gasped, Oh, I know what to do. You wait here, Grandma. Hide it Sam. Terehua and Sam slipped in among the patupai arehe. 
Because the children were small and fair-haired, the naughty Patupai Arehe assumed they were also fairy people. Can we help? Tarerehua asked. One of the Patupai Arehe giggled. <laughs> we're going to hide these two stars under the stones. Then they'll break up into smaller pieces and we'll use them to make our kakahu. You make clothes from the stars, exclaimed Sam. <laughs> yes, the impish patupai arehe crowed as they twirled about in their glittering korowai. We can help. Just tell us how, said Teledehua. Full of self-importance, the patupai arehe all began talking at once, boasting about their techniques, how they cast their nets high into the sky to catch the perfect stars, and how they pull them down to earth and told how the stones were ground down, and how they would weave them into panikoti, korowai, and tipari. They skittered for so long that they didn't notice the glow of the sun peeping over the horizon. Oh look, said Sam casually, it's nearly daytime. The patupai arehe shrieked, the sun, the sun, oma, oma. Tererehua grinned, her plan had worked, the fairies ran for the hills, leaving the two glowing stars, Bahutakawa and Hewa Etirangi, behind on the beach. Grandma, Poa, Teririhua called. Grandma and Poa were very pleased with Sam and Teririhua. Ka pai te koroa, mahi, they said. Good work, you two. But what do we do now? Teririhua asked. Grandma looked fondly at Poa. He knew just what to do. Poa hooked Bahutakawa with his gaff. Stand back, he said to the children. Poa heaved Bahutakawa high into the sky. The star made a shining arc across the dawn sky as she bumped into the other stars, then took her place. Poa did the same for Hewa Etarangi. As the sun began to rise over the ocean, the two sisters twinkled happily. Sam and Terehua waved back. The nine stars of Matariki were back together again. Grandma, Terehua and Sam helped Poa carry his sack of newly caught eels home. The sun would dry the eels nicely on the rack. It was going to be a great day.